0: There is a perfect example of motherhood out there. We've all felt its presence. It lingers in our social media feed in the products we buy, the answers to the questions we research. Even though we know it's not real,
1: we feel it spotlight what we could be doing better. Join two best friends as they step off the stage of motherhood and go behind the scenes with moms from different walks of life. The Mom Cult Podcast. Real moms, real talk, real tired.
2: Be oh, all yeah. about how we don't know how to make
0: a podcast. Uh, yeah. I'm Sarah Parker Massey. I think you need to get closer to your mic. I'm There you go. There you go. That you sounds know, okay. way better. I'll
1: do that and
2: I'll turn it up. Do you have any lumbar support for me if you're asking me to get so close to this microphone? It's like super uncomfortable <laughs> for me. I have a mic. Turn. And I'm,
0: I'm surprised time. Kate didn't come with a writer for is this session.
2: So, oh, fascinating. Yeah. Believe me, there were no <laughs> white flowers when I walked in here, so...
1: I'm Sarah Parker Massey. I'm Joy Todd. This is the Mom Cult Podcast. Welcome. Yay. Hello. Our guest today holds a big place in my heart. Ugh. <laughs> when I met her, she was already a mom. She was where we are now. She has three kids. She was looking for her sense of the grounding purpose. I was 22, and I had no cares, but I had a retail store, and She pursued a friendship with me and started her own vintage business and had a retail storefront of her own that is fairly iconic in Nashville lore. She gave me my very first graphic design job to design the logo for that business and let me be a true nightmare and learn all over her project. The best kind of mom. She parlayed that into an interior design firm, and she's somewhat of an Instagram personality connecting her innermost personal thoughts with her social media in a way that's humorous and compelling. I can't tell if she's going to throw
0: up or (laughs) punch you in the face. She's uncomfortable. She seems really unhappy. Uh,
1: (laughs) Kate Mills. Do we say Kate Mills pile or Kate Mills? No, we just say Kate Mills. Kate Kate Mills. Mills. Hi. Welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank
2: you for having me. Hi, Kate. It's weird with you guys looking at me. We're going to be looking at you the whole time. Did you hate that?
0: I can do it again. She hated just like certain parts.
2: I just don't like hearing about myself in such a weird way. I'm not good at so earnest. Yeah, I'm not good at anything that's not sarcasm. I'm working Mm -hmm. on it.
1: Mm
2: -hmm. a work in progress. By the way, I just need to say that the way that you guys are looking at me and doing the I just am waiting for one of you to say (laughs) sweaty (laughs) palms. And if you don't know that reference, I'm leaving immediately. (laughs) I don't. Can you tell us what it is? It's
0: an SNL reference.
2: Yeah. I know I've seen it, but yeah.
0: it's been a long time. You're
2: acting it out in real life, and I'm not going to tell you. Mm. You're just going to have to watch it. Shweaty Pulse. Okay. Hi. <laughs> Great to see both of you. <laughs> okay. You have two
0: children, yes? What are their ages? Three, but thanks for the three. <laughs> I thought you said <laughs> two.
1: I said three. Oh, I was supposed to send you background on her before. Wow. Yeah, you didn't. No,
2: did So far, Sorry. this is really...
1: Okay. Three kids. One. Three kids. Biological two One step straight children. out of the
2: vag. To, I'm not sure how they got there. They just showed up. It's <laughs> not with my this problem. Guy. None of I was my like, business. Wait, what is this shit? <laughs> <laughs> Who are these two? <laughs> but I will say they've been. I don't make that differentiation no. between step and whatever because they've been so long with me. Yeah, with us as a family, and it's funny because we actually had this conversation with them when I. It was it must have been a couple years ago. When I realized that I never refer to them as stepkids, if I'm talking about them on Instagram or whatever. And I said, does that, af- does that offend you when I just call you my kids? Not that I care if they're offended by right. that. I was really curious. <laughs> and I, and my take on it was if I would feel gross saying stepkids, making them right different and feel weird. So yeah. when I explained it to him that way, I think it made more sense to him, but it is a weird thing when you see parents having to even think about how to call the kids that aren't really yeah, theirs. Theirs. Yeah. Yeah. Because you have other people involved that might be like, don't you call my daughter right. your daughter and right. stuff like that. Territorial. So, yeah. Yeah. So you just focus on the kids and that and what makes them feel comfortable Yeah, yeah. after your own comfort.
1: Yes. Yeah.
2: Sorry. 100%. <laughs> your comfort first, definitely. Um, yeah.
1: And so actually, not that I, I don't know if you need me to say sorry, but I am sorry that I said step Thank because I grew up with a similar situation with my siblings, same mom, different dad. And we never, it was like yeah. almost a bad word. Don't say that, even yeah. though I like love their dad and whatever. So, yeah. yeah. I think it's,
2: and, and now that's, it's the norm, right? Blended yeah. families, it's odder if you are your family of origin. So I think different, you know, this is my half-brother twice removed because I slept with, my right. dad slept with Nobody this, cares. Who, yeah. Mm-hmm. We're just Those are some Brother, sister, family is what it comes down to. And so the stuff and i get why we still have to do step mom and dad yeah to draw that parallel but Mm -hmm. whatever they're just my kids yeah Yeah. so in a roundabout way yes i have three thank you (laughs) thank you wow that's all the time we have today we're not gonna start tuning in
0: we're not (laughs) gonna fit in anything (laughs) else
2: (laughs) (laughs) now on to the real housewives
1: how was your week sarah good Mm -hmm. Let's see. Parker started a new school two weeks ago. I've talked of... Who's Parker?
2: (laughs) How many kids do you have again? Wait, oh my God, you only have one kid.
1: She acts like it's hard. No,
2: she just said, she's just like us. She has three kids. You only have one, you have two, and I have three. So so now you're you're sort of
1: where we are now, navigating the early... because your kids were little when I met you. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, so Parker, your kid is doing what now? He's three. He started a new, like a three day week school and he's in the same school for two days. And I promised myself I wouldn't talk about like the like tiny details of this, but the point is he struggled getting started at his new school in the way that he was nervous. It's a very, it's a big change. It's on a farm. Sure. It's pretty intense. He has to carry his own backpack, which is his truly own, heavy his own water pail. So um, it's a more
2: of a, not
1: as structured. I'm, if I'm thinking preschool, I'm wrong. Like it is chair. a preschool, but it, It's they expect a lot of them it's very physical and they started out not going inside like at all so it's just a lot and then there's no nap it's a big leap and it was all new and like weird I'm not sure exactly which piece of it if it was he could feel me being nervous or he felt I don't know which thing it was but it's been that was I already said that two weeks ago and it's been like as all these things are like a huge just big shift in the way that like, I have, I, you both know, I wake up and drink coffee like instantly. That has been always since I was like 18, I've done that. Now I've stopped drinking coffee until I drop him off at schools. And I've, I think that's making a huge difference in like he can't feel my anxiety because I started to notice, or I felt like I was noticing. He was seeing the similarities in our – so I don't know if – I have I made it clear that he was feeling anxious, like, getting out of the car? So he was, like, crying, wasn't really talking, wasn't being himself at all, was struggling pottying, like, he didn't want to ask for anything. He was just really, like, tense at school.
2: (laughs) I'm sorry. Did you say he was
1: struggling pottying? Yeah, like, he didn't want to ask to go. Just
2: a minute ago, I was imagining you had a Boston accent, so what you would really (laughs) say is – potty he Listen. was struggling pottying Parker's, he couldn't potty paca couldn't potty <laughs> paca's pissy can't potty no more it's what no school okay, sorry i don't know
1: you're from brooklyn
2: <laughs> paca potty okay parker parker couldn't potty okay got it i think it's with JLo lo and ben have been all in the
1: news so i'm just thinking boston it happens okay. i could cover that sorry. go ahead parker um, can't potty. back to that He didn't want to ask to go. Anyway, and so I felt like I was noticing him being like, I see that you feel what I feel in this way, and I don't want any part of that. He was like, I'm not like you. But that's the interaction that I felt like we were having. He was just like, get away from me in general, in life. There's no real way for me to cover all the bases. But the point is, I feel like I've clicked. Don't jinx it. Yeah. I found a new level of, I don't know, zen, peace, Mm -hmm. something. And I think a lot of it is not just not drinking as much coffee and deciding not to be like as rattled by things. Like I say over and over to myself in my head all day, <laughs> I'm unrattled or something, which sounds really stupid when I say it out loud. Anyway. But it works. Uh, uh, yeah. It helps. Unshaken. That sounds better. And I think mm-hmm. that's what I have been saying. I started with yeah. unrattled. That sounds stupid. And the point is, the last two times I've dropped him off, he just, it was so crazy when I dropped him off, he would... Scream, lay on the ground, didn't want to go, like really. And I get that's normal, and kids do that. But the other kids at this school were not. That wasn't an issue. My and kids never like, did that. I'm sure because
2: yeah. it's because they're they like, step Give me the kids. Hell <laughs> <laughs>
1: My stepkids did though. Those sons of bitches. He, and as an aside, just I don't know if that would help anybody. Whatever. He didn't do this at his other school. That's not the point. Okay, cut what that That was the point? The
2: point is. Oh, that's what you were doing this week. Is trying to be more zen.
1: Yeah, because of his transition. When I have lessened my anxiety, which like I've been trying to do that my whole life, and I've I've like when I've before him, I was like pushed to do it in a different way, and it feels like it's yeah helped a ton. And so the last two times I've dropped him off, he's been like, "Bye." That's exciting. Good job. Congratulations.
0: Thanks. That's a big deal. What about you? Oddly similar, I have been trying to motivate myself to get out of the house early enough and go to the Y, not to exercise, just to sit and have two hours by myself while she plays in the nursery. And the other day I bribed myself to get there with a chocolate croissant.
2: Now, which is she? You have Penny, Penny.
0: yeah. Okay. Ava's Ava's back in school. Okay, got it. So now I've just got Penny, but I'm trying to just get some kind of routine. But unlike Ava, who didn't have any clingy issues. Penny is very clingy. And so it's been almost a month of me bringing her and her screaming every time I drop her off. Oh no. And today she Penny. was just excited and tried to open the gate and walk in. And I like looked at all the teachers and I was like, Oh my God, <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> I did it. And then I cried Wait, like when I went and sat what down happened? And she just was fine. She wasn't freaking out. She just walked in and started playing. And it was just making me think about that you don't even realize the weight something is carrying until you just get used to it. And then as soon as it's released, released, you're like, oh, my God, I didn't even realize the effect that that had been having on me. Yeah. And so it just made me feel, I don't know, just proud that I kept I knew I was like I just need to keep doing it just keep bringing her keep talking about it excitedly every time we're there Mm -hmm. tell her where we're going not Mm -hmm. spring it on her surprise her hey we're going to go to the Y you're going to play with other babies and toys and so just to see that it it, I don't know that it worked yeah (laughs) made me feel like
1: okay I accomplished something today I felt that yeah that exact thing and the the steps like the I didn't get that at first, like the telling him, I would tell him where we're going, talk him through stuff, but he needs, okay, and when we turn down this road, you're going to see the gate, and mm-hmm. then this lady's going to let you through, and then we're going to get out. He likes that or he does not. It helps him. Okay, got it. Like preparing, to I know don't know. all the details. Every single yeah. thing. And then after school, I will pick you up, and I will have an apple juice and your snack. And the apple juice is seriously key. I know, well, you're what, freaked out.
2: Well, I'm just saying. My thoughts are if you say these things as a – I try not to ever have an always in oh, that the situation. Expectation. If he is relying on these things to be in this order, mm-hmm. you disrupt that order. Yeah. And one time you don't have the juice and one time the lady's not waiting there. But some kids will, won't realize that. But I'm saying if you've made that too big of a deal, would he well. –
1: like, I mean, a couple of times I forgot the apple juice. And I'm dun, like, dun, dun. Nah, we're going to get the apple so juice. So you could say, I'm
2: going to snack, blah, blah, Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So he knows me. He's met me. So, like, he knows Well, it's and I think
0: it's more about, like, once that pattern is established and they yeah. their, let go of some of their anxiety, yeah. then there's room for shift because they're right. used to it.
1: I think the main thing is he knows I'm coming back. Yeah. I Hopefully. just hijacked your thing. but I. He knows the apple juice will pick him up. Yeah, that's cool. (laughs) Yeah, Will there be apple juice? How many times did it take you going, do you remember, before Uh, she did that? There was a big gap in between because I
0: I tried, and it felt like I was trying too early. Like, there was just a random period of time where she went from two naps to one nap. So I was like, oh, great. I can take her in this window now. And really, she was still way too tired, Mm -hmm. and so it would just meltdown they did have to come get me a couple times and so then i stopped going and i was like i'm gonna wait until her sleep schedule is back to being clear as to what it is the problem was me being willing to get up and dressed and out of the house by 8 30 because they're That's, only open yeah. till noon and then they close until four so my I, my ideal window of time is when they're not open so it, then it just took a long time for me to get my shit together and be like, just try to go to bed an hour earlier, just set out your clothes the night before, yeah. like just physically get out the door. And once you're there, you'll be fine. But I had to bribe myself a lot. And one of those was like, I'm going to go pick up a chocolate croissant
1: the night before.
0: And, no, the morning of, and then yeah. bring it to the Y. Yeah. And then instead of exercising, you're going to sit and eat your chocolate croissant. I did not well, see other that people twist. are exercising.
2: What not yeah. only am I not going to exercise at the Y, but I'm also uh-huh. going to be eating a chocolate croissant exactly. while I'm there.
0: Exactly. I like your style. But hey, they got me there. I've only done it Whatever. once. I've only had the croissant once, okay? I have it every damn day. They have a little coffee shop area, and I just use it as like my office hours to get stuff done without being interrupted.
1: I think that's a life hack. Any? Oh,
0: what? If anybody's needing any tips. A life hack? Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. The YMCA is a great place for moms. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Every day there they go, have a good workout. (laughs) You're like, (sighs) if you mean a mental workout, (laughs) I will. If by workout you
2: mean chocolate croissant. All
0: right. How about it's your turn and we'll judge everything you say. Seriously. How's your week?
2: This week, it's really funny how we're going around the circle talking about these transitions and you're like dropping your kid off at a farm work camp and you're doing the YMCA (laughs) Mm -hmm. and i College. dropping mine at college and it's same anxiety, different mm-hmm. stage. Yeah. And hopefully I'm a little wiser having gone through so many of those. But it is funny to look at you guys and be super judgmental. You know, that's that's fun for me. Oh yeah. yeah. And to just really laugh at I'm just kidding. But
1: no, that's but I, it is it's comforting true.
2: though to I would wish I could convey to you like I want to be the old lady
1: that's like do it. I like As You don't even know. You don't
2: even need to worry when you just (laughs) I'm sitting here really listening to the things that you're saying. And it's just so you will never remember it. Do you know what I mean? And it's so eating you alive, which to me, there's two things. One, it means that you're exquisite mothers, people for caring about your kids like that but two, you're both clinically insane. <laughs> I think all moms got, are clinically yes, but insane. But we have got, that is why I'm Not here. By this choice. is a full on podcast takeover. To, I've come back from the other side and I can see like, we set these things up for ourselves. We tell ourselves these stories of how important we are. And like, when you said the thing about anxiety, it's so fucking true. It's just a transference of energy and whatever. And if, I think we've built this mystique about moms and God, moms have to do it all. And it's just this story. And I told it to myself too for, I don't even know why, but the truth is you played this much of a part in your kid's life. And how you big want is that? Think, like a centimeter? It's like an, it's immeasurable. It's like <laughs> a, more than a grain of sand, right? It's like a Lego size. <laughs> if you're thinking about building a Lego, you're one thing. It's teachers, it's their parents, it's their peers, it's their... It's everybody. But moms, for some reason, are like, Take on the no men. motherfucker on this whole Lego out. Like, you can't do any of these things. Not to that degree, but we feel so responsible for everything, good and bad. As I think the difference with men is they really can compartmentalize. They really can turn it off. And when they're at work, they're at work. And when they go to sleep, <laughs> they go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the primary difference. But I feel like we have done that to ourselves and me sitting here telling you that you're not, it doesn't mean you're going to break it, but it will be helpful if you can realize like you, this thing doesn't have to be it. Like being a mom, just a mom and thinking that you have, you're responsible for this whole child and whatever, take yourself a little bit out of that. And that I, I hope that, relieve some of the pressure, let some of the air out, as Henry will say. <clears throat> Realize that you're just a small part in this kid's development. And whether you fail or not, everything's gonna be fine. There are other people making <laughs> up the slack for it. So right. don't put all the pressure that I think we've put on ourselves isn't it's not really true. It just mm-hmm. really isn't true. Yeah. And the kids at a certain point could give a fuck less mm-hmm. what you're doing, what you are while you're worrying about it, they've already grown into their own person capable of making decisions and you're just there to guide them and remove yourself from the situation. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, you have to remind yourself of that a lot, but I hate to see moms of like kids, little kids. Yeah. Just like beating the shit out of yourself. That's tough in a way. Yeah.
0: That's kind of what this podcast is for too, is to get that idea out there that, that we're all dealing with the same stuff. Yeah. And that's just when you, Motherhood can be so isolating. So, when you just are able to hear other people just talk about
2: their experience, yeah. you're like,
0: oh, wow, that's oddly similar to my experience. And I felt really alone. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe I'm not crazy.
2: That's funny because when you talked about the social media and whatever, I realized that I've grown up, I experienced a lot of my first things because of you in business. So, when I first was on Pinterest, it was to send you stuff when we were doing the logo. I had no idea people could see it or. I didn't understand what it was. When I got Instagram, do you guys remember Hipstamatic? Mm. I thought it was the same thing. So I just thought it was a filter. Yeah. Until six months later, I saw hearts and I clicked on one of the bottom (laughs) buttons. I was like, what the fuck is this? How many people are looking at this? I have no idea. I just thought I was getting the filter so I could save the picture and post it on Facebook, which was also just getting underway. So I grew up with my kids on that. And it's interesting now that I look back and think, that was so innocuous then, that was me sharing whatever. And I, to what you just said, that was a huge thing for me is to feel, you know, I don't have a lot of friends or like mom groups. I never really got into that. So Instagram was one way of, and I'm horribly antisocial. So it was the one way that I could connect to people that I would never have to meet. And I always have that motto that if I feel like this, somebody else does too. So I'm happy to say it, especially if I'm never going to meet you and whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) But now parents are so protective of even in your notes, you were like, and if you want to, we can obscure the picture, the face of your kids. And I was like, what the fuck? But then I was like, that is a thing now. I've exploited my children their entire lives. Oh, yeah. But I didn't even think twice about it. And so when I'm dropping Senate off at school in posting about it, I'm taking something away from her tough shit, but I'm also doing it because I know that there are moms that deeply need to hear that because this is, you're supposed to have your shit together. And now you're grieving on this whole other level that, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like menopause things that people don't talk about. So that's why I do it, but it is hard to find that balance between exploiting your kids and if I could find a way to monetize, believe me, I would, but <laughs> yeah. for now it's just yeah. in poor yeah. taste. Yeah. I would
0: love, I would love to hear more about what just that experience was like and has been like, since you dropped her off, like the, could you feel it building up to, or oh did it God. all hit you the day of, and you thought you were going to be fine? Oh or my God, what no, was the day of, no. progression?
2: I was in a deep mourning the previous year, and this is something like her about, senior year before she graduated.: Yes, that whole year, and I didn't realize this until much later, but I wasn't just grieving her because Vigo had gone to school the, the year before to college, and that that was hard and but I all I could see was her leaving, and then after that August leave, so it's three in a row. Bam. Bam. Yeah. So I was just, I remember Henry and I would be driving to or just one particular day, we were driving to the bell court. It was Sunday and I could not stop crying. I would just have these bouts because then they're going to be gone in my life. And it's just the fear of the unknown mm-hmm. and just this deep, like well of who am I, what am I supposed to do type situation. And then I realized that, so all I would want to do is talk about moving. We're going to move the minute that August graduates. Our house is fucking yeah. sold. We're moving Distraction, I don't care.
0: distraction, distraction. I can't
2: be. I, first of all, everybody knows I hate Nashville so much. <laughs> all I wanted to do was get out. So that's all I was thinking about. And my place that I was going was Montana. And I love Montana. I've been visiting there probably since I was 20 years old. Took Henry there and we were like, that's it. This is the spot. We're moving here. And then my sweet baby Frenchie died and we went back. And then, so I had that big loss. She was about to be 12. So there's so all this grief, and I was like, Montana, yeah, that's it. As soon as these kids are out, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna live on a ranch. I'm never gonna see anybody. And once I realized I picked Montana in this deep state of grief, I wanted to be alone and I wanted to be isolated and I wanted it to be this vast thing where I never saw anybody. I realized that's that I was pre-grieving, so that mm-hmm. I would be ready for when the thing came right. and I had my. Yeah, you're like shit I don't need anybody anyway. I've already done and so all. I kind of pre-grieved this, and then I was like, "Oh, well, we could move somewhere probably less better than that." <laughs> and I was, and I realized I wasn't as sad because I was working through that stuff beforehand. Mm-hmm. When I when the day came to, the time came to drop her off, and there are different levels. I watched her be anxious, mm-hmm. and I watched her not able to pack up her room and be like, "I actually have to go to a friend's house because they're saying goodbye." <laughs> I was like, "Okay." We are literally leaving for college tomorrow, so if you'd like to pack up it. Oh, yeah, I'm going to as soon as I get back from this thing. Oh, we'll have to. Seeing her, and there's a lot of things when moms do this, and they can blindly see it just for themselves and what they're going through. Instead of to stop and see, holy shit, she's the one fucking leaving. Mm Who cares if I'm getting left? Her whole life is... She's going to college four hours away. She doesn't know a single person, losing all her friends from school. Why why am I making this about me? And I think that's something that moms also do. Creating this narrative where I have to, I don't know if it's see myself or suffer equally or more, but it's also takes the air out when you make the problem about what they're really feeling, and all you need to do is support it. You don't Mm -hmm. need to take on the weight of that fucking problem. You don't need to feel anxious about it. You need to be like a whiteboard that's just reflecting and calmly. Yeah. And to me that helps because I'm super selfish and self-absorbed, and that's just the truth of it. Did it make you feel...
0: Better seeing her anxious. Yes. Like, oh, we're sharing in this together. Yes. I'm not anxious by myself or sad by
2: myself. Yes. She and it made too. me stronger because yeah. I realized, okay, my job. Oh, she needs back me. Back to make. Like, Click into well, Yeah. And I don't need to be worried about how I feel. And it was really helpful. And I was like, I'm going to encourage you to be more vulnerable mm-hmm. now. Share more because she doesn't want to talk about our feelings. And she has FaceTimed me and called me. Aww. And she's called me crying a few times, which <laughs> I haven't probably seen her cry saw her cry two times in a week last week yeah and that's i probably have seen that two times in 10 years yeah really because she's just that kid that doesn't need emotional support like that so it's been nice it was hard letting her go but it's nice to know i still have my place with her yeah and i'm still being able to be a mom but it's just in a different more Mm -hmm. grown-up way with all the practice that you put in so yeah it's been nice, and now this is, will be the first full week where I'm not like, "Oh my god, is she at this class? And is she having enough to eat? And is she getting right. date raped?" And she's spending you know, her money. Yeah, <laughs> she's already lost her check card, so I had to mail her. And it's, you know what I mean. So now I feel like I'm not every second of the day like, "What is she doing now? Where is she going?" Now I'm just like, "Oh, okay, whatever."
1: Do you track her phone? No, but everybody does that. I, find it a, I have it a ton of friends that I
0: know that do, and I'm like, I've never is, even
2: thought of that. Okay. What? <sighs> it's so ridiculous. Sarah, are you saying you're gonna do that? One hundred thousand <laughs> <laughs> percent.
0: But I'm saying Why? I have friends that like as like they, they track like husband and wives track yeah, each I, other. You, I have never I've shared once my location with you where Jeremy is.
1: I share my look. I mean, I had anxiety about like stuff because of my parents' stuff and so I used to check Eric's phone all the time. Now I don't because I did EMDR about it, but I. have <laughs> years
0: of therapy.
1: <laughs> yes. Which has nothing to do with him, to be clear. But, so wow. I don't check that anymore. But yeah, whenever Parker's, yes, because why wouldn't you? I'm not because saying it's you bad not to. Yeah, that's not the point. I'm saying like for safety. Yeah. Because I don't do it. I don't, it's First not of all, your like, son
2: is three, so I doubt he has a phone. No, no, but he won't. When,
1: I, I think only when have flip phone until she
0: starts driving. Then maybe. Yeah.
1: There's
2: only one way that I see that home. that's beneficial, and I had every reason to do it because Senate, her dad lives in Knoxville and has since she was two. So once she got her license, she was driving to mm. Knoxville. Oh wow! And she goes to school in. Has always gone to school far away, from truly from daycare on. I've been in East Nashville, and she's gone to. Brentwood, Maryland Farms, mm-hmm. Green Hills, whatever. Oh, God, so much driving. Ugh. So much. My whole life uh-uh. has been dedicated to driving, yeah. but that's a whole nother show. I hate- so I had every reason to have that on her phone, but I just could never bring myself ever to do it. I could not do it. I hated it so much. I feel like for me it would just make me more anxious. Yes. but You're but, tying yourself so – it's just another fucking thing to worry about. Right. baby monitors with the video capability. Fucking it. There's never yeah. a disconnect, and this is my full opinion. God, give it a rest. Like, it's okay. They're going to go to sleep, and you don't have to look at a screen of it, and you don't have to know where they are every 10 seconds. You probably don't want to know where they are every 10 seconds. Yeah. Maybe I'll change my mind about it. And I'm not going to that. Yeah. No. Thanks no. for your opinion.
1: Not uh, going to happen. Anyway. Why are we friends again? <laughs> it's probably uh,
2: because you know how you were as a teenager, I'm guessing. Yeah, totally.
1: Yeah. And and I don't know. I mean, I don't. We'll have to, I guess, cross that bridge when we get to it. Because I will say this: I used to think that I'd want him to go to a preschool where they showed us, like where I had the like access to cameras, and obviously none of the places where he's going do. And if I had that, thing. like he has, they send us pictures at the end of the week, like of just what they did in the activities. Okay, and I like this last couple of weeks when he had trouble. Now, the first this week, I probably won't be studying them, but I would look through first for only him. Then I would look through again for what the other kids were feeling. Then I would look through again for like how they. Wow, you really do. I was need- like forensically studying the 10 no. pictures that they sent. No, absolutely not. <laughs> so this with is, that in this mind, This is terrifying. Maybe, you know, I didn't know this yeah. level of. No. it's when he struggles. Like if nothing is going on, then I'm always just like. Thinking about his first of mental all, I didn't know they had and, like, emotional health and stuff
2: in preschools. Certain ones do, not all of them. I knew they had that doggy daycare situation. No, several of
1: them do, I had but no clue. Not these.
2: Oh, I cool. think it just breeds this feeling of something's going to go wrong. What could go wrong?
1: It's I have also, to be checking yeah. in. I'm.
0: It's also it just feeds into the illusion of control. Yes, that, that we yeah. have control, and I. I think we're, we've are we gone so far in that direction that I'm hoping that it will balance itself out because we're all still f- figuring out how to deal but you with have the to fact be the that there's an option yeah, to you, see and know what your kids are doing at all times. I've always been a pretty out of sight, out of mind. If I'm not with my kids, I it's pretty easy for me to just good tune That's it out. Unhealthy. I didn't have a video monitor with Ava, but we have one with Penny, but... That's mainly because we're on different floors of the house now. And she's, I'm waiting for her to climb out of that thing. Yeah. It's going to happen sooner than later.
2: And what but, would be the worst thing that would happen? Oh, I don't
0: know. It's not like I can't do without the video right. monitor. It's just, I don't but know. That's, that's what but I registered that's for. Thing. I'm yeah. saying like
2: yeah. it evolves and then everybody has it and then everybody's doing it. It becomes the new next thing. Like when I, I didn't even know that phone thing was, it's Life Track 360.
1: Oh, yeah, that's – no, I just mean, like, find my iPhone. Oh, no, I don't this do the, is like tracking, I know it. I know it. My brother has that. But this is, like, that.
2: standard stuff that people have on their
1: yeah, I do kids' that.
2: phones. And I feel like to what you just said about control, the antithesis of being a good parent. Control should have nothing to do with it. I think up to a certain age, you need to control environment, help them regulate things. But at a certain point, the more you can let go of that and not have that – anywhere near your vocabulary, God, you'll be so much better off. Yeah.
1: I think that – so my, like, obsession with his mental health and stuff, that, like, I have – I'm concerned about certain things and I want him to feel super supported in certain ways. So I always say – I feel like he's going to say his trauma is that my mom wanted me to not have any trauma. Mm -hmm. And, like, obviously that's not realistic and I know that. But – I grew up in a house where there was just not enough oversight, and so I, as many people do, overcompensate, and, right? And writing those, and my goal is to write those wrongs, so I don't. But was, I don't think there's going to the be like an, an issue with control.
2: Was the lack the of oversight also? You grew up in a pretty rural space, right? Yeah, and I know a little bit about your background.
1: There's slippery slope. You really know. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
2: saying... I'm, I look at you, the lack of boundaries or what, what... I've already forgotten what you said. I look at that as making you a wild, free, imaginative... I, I really do. I have a um, re- yeah, really weird yeah. thing in that where I see that contributed to so much of who you were that if you didn't have that, I probably wouldn't be sitting here. I wouldn't care in, mm-hmm. as deeply as I do about you. And I have a lack of... That stuff too. I think that's of the time also a little bit like it was the typical streetlights when the streetlights come home and play and we didn't have babysitters Mm -hmm. in the summer and we just did whatever and lived through it. And I think that makes for a resilient good. I see a lot of really good things in that and I see a lot of overcorrecting. Yeah. When you think of it, when you kind of have a negative connotation. But if you can remove yourself from like the bad things that did and kind of think, well, you know, we were out in the middle of nowhere. My parents were this. You know what
1: I mean? I I don't get it. I'm like at peace with the way I grew up. I'm grateful for every good and bad thing. And I'm not here to like tear my parents' parenting down at all. But – I notice that for my specific personality, there Mm. were certain things emotionally that could have been handled in a way that I think would have set me up better. But like, I think it's great. And I'm like handling all those things now. And that's why I'm in so much therapy and whatever. That's not only why, whatever. I made my own choices too. There's a whole (laughs) long list. I choose Um, my choice. But the point is, let's not make this just about me, but the point is, I hear you and I will take do that Do you in. see me as well? I hear you and I receive <laughs> right. it Super. and I will, I'm already like oh, aware of control stuff. So I will be, I will take that note in, but I, I think if you were around us all the time, you'd be like, Oh, you're just like, I just, Say it's it. his mental health and like emotional health. It's not so much. I think he's going to do something wrong. I know we're pretty chill. Like I know what is going to happen. I have and no like idea what, what kind you of kid are he's, getting at here. Um At all. I meant like don't stress. I'm not like gonna try no, to like don't worry about it. Clearly it. it's cool. Yeah. Clearly <laughs> there's no issue. <laughs> right, shut the fuck up about my parenting is what I'm trying to say. You're Jesus doing Christ. You're doing a great job. A great job. Joy, mm-hmm. have you ever been driving around and you're like, you just need 30 seconds of I don't know, to check your phone or to just space out and cry. have your kid entertained. To cry. Yeah. Yes. And and also, if you have your kid with you, but you need to distract him, but you don't want to put him in front of a screen, you know what a great thing that you can do would be? I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're going to the car wash. We're going to the car wash. And the car wash <laughs> that Mom Colt endorses is <laughs> Camel Express Car Wash, locally owned in Nashville, Tennessee. I wish I could do like a camel noise, but uh,
0: I'm not confident <laughs> on what that is. I'm just going to spit across the room. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Wow. And MomCult listeners can text MOMCULT to 30400 for a free $25 car wash. Treat yourself to 30 seconds of darkness and just deafening sound, which happens to be usually entertaining for kids or terrifying, but either way.
0: Find out. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe you don't know if your kid's terrified. Right in. (laughs) Can I ask
2: a question?
1: No, not really. But uh, I have, it's about the car wash. Ugh, <laughs> what? Just
2: no, do, ruin get it, it out. I'm not going to ruin it. I promise you. you are, are currently ruining go. it. No. Do they have vacuums there? Because I used to have a car called the Pepperidge Farm Edition, which meant my, my kids just threw
1: goldfish everywhere and I uh-huh. never cleaned them out. Yes, that's so a good to point. me, vacuum yeah. is the
2: most important part. Thank you. They
1: do. They do have vacuums. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I'm Pepperidge sorry Farmers. I was wrong The strongest vacuums I've ever used in my life Ever What they I'm have saying They are Free Free detailing Stuff Use um, hashtag Pepperidge Farm For your <laughs> discount <Yeah.
2: laughs> So by ruining it You mean making it 20 times better you can Find your Camel Express At
1: CamelExpress.com Thanks Camel Thanks Camel
0: Speaking of parenting Kate What Looking back What was the What were the hardest years To you for you? Or the most survival years?
2: I don't know. I think maybe I also have this glorious, I'm in a glorious little bubble right now. And I also have a feeling with one kid, it's so much harder than three, two kids. It's so different with as many as you have, the more you have, the more it's sometimes the less work that you have to do. I don't know if that makes sense, but people are like, God, one, two, and three, two, three, and four, four, five, and six. That must've been so hard. They must. And we kept saying, God, but when they're this age, it's going to be so hard, man, Mm. when they're teenagers. Okay. Really when they're like really in high school, it's going to be so hard. And it just, they never were, it was never a problem. We didn't, we had sure moments of it being hard, but I feel incredibly lucky that I don't know if it was our parenting style or what it necessarily was, but they were really good kids. And you asked me to write down an example of something hard. And with the step-parenting thing, I have really different expectations than a lot of people. And when you're a step-parent, you have to have different expectations as the mother of the vaginal birth mother and your father. Not your father, Sarah. I do everything in accordance to your dad. Um, All my my parenting comes from that. I'm like, what would Harold do in this situation? What would Harold do? How can I really channel him? So you have to kind of give everybody room and understand, like, the mom over here is going to have these certain expectations. And that's okay. But at my house, these are my expectations. And so the kids would get really upset because I'm more strict and I'm more like what's with homework? What what are plans for this and what I want to keep on top of that because to your point no one was really looking at me going, "Hey, did you do any homework today, lazy ass? Did you yeah. do anything?" So I relate to what you're saying in that. So I'm super like I want to know that they're they have expectations. I don't feel like anybody put expectations in That's front of me. That's
1: what I mean. Yeah. yeah.
2: You just didn't say
1: that at all. But anyway, yeah, I'm bad oh. at that. It's me being bad at that. Thank <laughs> so, you for clarifying. <laughs>
2: Join me as I start my new hosting gig as mom called, <laughs> replacing Sarah Parker Massey. I think that makes sense. <laughs> but anyway, this there was a time, and this was like one of the light bulb moments of motherhood. I think I've only literally had two. But they were. it was the two of them, and for whatever reason, Senate wasn't home, and I was talking to them about work, and it was getting heated, and arms were getting crossed. And we don't really have a lot of conflict in our house kids don't we don't talk in a certain way to each other and Vega looked at me and he said why don't you why are you always on our ass Ooh, and i was like i fighting oh, words ass, huh? and it was so like striking to me that they thought that this was on their ass because i'm really cool I, It's not like, you know, do 20, I have these high requirements. You have to get all straight A's, but I want you to know that you have potential and you need to live up to it and blah, blah, blah. It's super easy. It's not that difficult. But when maybe at another house, things are way more lax, then all of a sudden I look like a beast. And um, I, I said to them, you know, this is your first time being a teenager. I understand. And I'm trying to help my best help you through it. Because after this, my only goal as a parent, and this is, it. I'm just preparing you for the world. I don't, we don't, I don't even need to love you. We don't even need to talk about that at certain points. I want you to be a good person that can do their laundry, survive in the world, be in a semi-stable relationship. These are the things. It's not to make you feel like pretty, like a flower and all this shit. Like now it's go time. You're in high school. You're about to graduate. I'm serious about Mm this. And uh, my point to them was, you're a teenager, and it is my job to help you. And I don't always know, and you don't always know. And what I said out loud next was, this is your first time being a teenager. This is my first time being a parent to three teenagers. Mm-hmm. And like, really, a light bulb went off when I said that out loud. And I heard it, but maybe for them to hear it, to realize, oh,
0: shit, we're all in this together. Yeah, she,
2: but it's a difference to say that saying, but then really think, oh, my God, I really... I don't, and I'm admitting to you right now that this is really hard. It's hard for you to live it, but it's hard for us to navigate it too because we don't want to be too strict and whatever. So it was, I think, this moment of maybe recognition that when you can be vulnerable with your kids and say, listen, you're messing up, I'm messing up. Like, we're doing this together, but you have to trust me. And boundaries and that kind of stuff is are really important. But that was a big moment for me to... I wish I would have done more of that saying, mm-hmm. okay, I don't know exactly what I'm doing here. I'm trying to figure out the best that I can. Yeah. So that's like a big, that was a big moment for me learning that. Yeah. I don't remember any of the other questions. It's been, attached a, to that.
0: <laughs> I try to be that way with, oh, I don't think I try to be, I try, I don't have the energy to not be, but very, Ava's 10 and she very much sees all sides of me raising another baby and just the reality of it being hard and me being tired and me being
2: frustrated. And
0: that's it. That's all that made me think about.
2: But I think that's, I think a lot of people don't want to, maybe it's this Instagram world or blog or everything's pretty and whatever. I don't subscribe to that and never have, but I can't imagine the enormous pressure that you guys have as just a few years older than me. I'm 32 now and you are how old? 12 okay yeah I'm a, a just, so we're really close in age I'm just, getting just turned 16 just started really early yeah on. but i think that how are your 30s going so far i mean you know it's it's i'm only two years in but so far so good i had said it when i was 10. anyway the whole point of this is i think that's healthy and i think being more transparent and making them realize that you're going to make mistakes too. And apologizing is huge. And being able to go back and say, I'm sorry if I hurt your feelings. That's something really weird to say to your kids, but it's also everything you do, you're teaching them, whether you mm-hmm. understand it or not. And so if you want that reflected back to you, you better fucking say it to them too. So yeah. that's a big thing. Yeah. But yeah. I will point out that was the first parenting mistake I made. And it was like two <laughs> right, years course, ago. So yeah. I had like 16 years it was of like, like perfection. A breeze so before whatever. that. Wait, what was the mistake? I have no idea. Actually, there was no mistake. There was no mistake. Listed. All right. Okay. <laughs> Still got a great track record. That's, that's it just, for me tonight. Aces. Oh. I will come back if I make a parenting mistake and let you know how that went. Thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. There was no fucking mistake. I knew it. I am always right. Yeah, mistake no,
1: just, free parenting. They were being
2: jerks. That's the that's only it. thing that was happening. Yeah, that was the mistake, is me even thinking for a minute that I did something wrong. dare them stepkids you know what I mean
1: when you so rewinding a little bit like you Senate just went to school he mm-hmm. has gone to school college yeah but when they were little you started and ran a business yeah how did you feel about it was it were you guilty did you feel a bunch of guilt about it did you just push oh, yeah. through
2: and I have things about that here's the problem with parenthood and motherhood and specifically and it's cliches are cliches for a reason you are going to realize all of this shit when you've already done it. Like, I look back at my and I'm like, I'm never going to do things like my mom did because she worked so fucking hard. She was never there and she never went to a soccer game and she, you know, blah, 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 until I was in that same position having to work. I'm like, what the fuck else was she going to do? Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so you kind of, you learn forgiveness and then leniency for yourself too. At first it, it was a struggle, but the minute I realized there's no such thing as balance, they're just... Get that out of your mind. Just go to work. Stop making it a big deal. You're gonna be busy. I I made a rule for myself. And I this is a, a life hacker tip or whatever you want to call it, but say you will never miss a bath, or you will never miss a bedtime story, or you will never miss a dinner, or you will always take the kids to school. Have your one thing that you will always be there to do. So you're not work. because I could have worked endless hours and never come home. To do the one thing and been like, I have to meet with this client. I'm going to, it's whatever. So if you have your thing that is your, I'm not going to miss this so that you have Mm -hmm. some quality time that they're not just seeing you in passing, that really helped guide me. That helped me say no to things instead of just working so hard. Mm -hmm. Um, But the mom guilt is a real thing, but it's, you will look back and you will be most pissed that you did that to yourself. You will be incredibly pissed with the amount of energy that you spent worrying about all the things that you're doing to be your own person, Mm -hmm. basically, because all that's going to do is make your kid a better person. And that's the end of it. That's as complex as it is. That's a, that's something that is, I don't even know how that myth got perpetuated, but it did. And we believed it and we never have to feel guilty if we love our kids and we're setting good examples for them and we're fulfilling ourselves. I would be the worst fucking mother on the planet Earth if I wasn't fulfilled. If I was just living for playdates and to see mm-hmm. what my kid wanted, I would I would be in insane asylum. Yeah, and you're, you're also, no good.
0: You're also preparing yourself for that when they do leave. Yes. you're a full hu- you're still as right. kind of full of a human as you can. Right. Be because- what
2: you just said about Ava seeing you, she's seeing the whole picture. She's right. not seeing this like perfectly curated version of you. She's seeing oh well, my mom you know did this, but she also loved chocolate on not working out. <laughs> she also n- never saw her exercise. She's she a, with a lot, my lot of pastries. Jesus. <laughs> but I think it's you just if you can just say to yourself it's a point it's utterly pointless. I've just figured out man if you fucking if you really love your kids, really love them, it's it'll all work out. It'll all yeah. fall into place. The, the
0: illusion of control and the illusion of perfection are a need to just not exist. But
2: guilt is the it, a right. number one worst thing that You're going to try to save this kid from the thing that your parents did to you. Just love your kid and be cognizant of the things that maybe you wish you could change and break some cycles and just do your best. Don't beat the fuck out of yourself for that. And don't overthink it. And don't, the best thing that you said is that the transference, they're going to feel whatever your energy is. So if your energy is just, I'm just out here doing my best learning with you, not trying. And it's also like, I'm not trying to teach you necessarily. It's I'm trying to learn with you. I think there's a little bit of nuance there. That's a good point. I don't know what it is. (laughs) It sounded really smart coming out of my mouth. No, Please don't ask me what it is. But (laughs) I think there's there's an element of control, right? If you're teaching versus Mm -hmm. learning, it probably is some deep Zen bullshit, but it's probably very true. So if I could just say anything to you guys, I would just want to wring everybody's neck out there that is thinking that they have to sacrifice something. Just do what you want to do. Love your kid, and I promise you everything falls into place. Really. I brought this for you guys, and I'm probably gonna leave it here. But this is the uh, the parents. Sorry, Dao Jing, you know? And one thing that I really love in here, and I'm gonna. Oh, you're gonna read us a poem? Parents, what? Yes. You know, the Dao. Oh, of course, the Dao. Uh-huh. Okay, so two things, and then I don't wanna talk anymore. Okay. Okay. You don't have to make your children into wonderful people. Ready? You only have to remind them that they are wonderful people. They already are. Really, that, it's. I'm not going to read that whole thing, but that's a huge takeaway. And then I'm going to say one more thing about this book, and then you should—you really—this is going to be yours. So I went through <laughs> this after not picking it up oh, for God. a long time, and I always dog-ear pages. Don't worry about how
0: long it takes, because I can edit any dead space, so take your time. What are you trying to say? <laughs>
2: that's weird. <laughs> Hmm. I will take my time. Thank you. Okay. So this is 27. I turned right to this page probably after not picking up this book for 16 years since clearly I've got it all going on. It's called fan the spark and it says your children plan their own education like it or not. You must learn to cooperate with that plan. If they are drawing, they become artists. If they are reading, they become students. If they are investigating something, they become scientists. Whatever they are doing, they are learning. And it is, for them, pure joy. Which, by the way, have you thought about pure joy as a concept mm-hmm. podcast for you? Oh, my God.
1: The, the funny thing
2: about this is the three people that are the three things that they describe are our three kids to a... August is an unbelievable artist. So she's she draws all the time, always has. Senate is a huge reader, book collector, and now mm-hmm. going to school is big time. And Vigo is coming into his own with bugs. Mm -hmm. This sounds so crazy, but he's in college now. And he's finally like that click Mm -hmm. thing has switched. He went and worked at the aquatic critter. And (laughs) this kid is like a fucking marvel at science and these bugs. And he found something that's super interesting to him. And Mm -hmm. I'm sure it can turn into something like wildlife management or something. But... All these things that they naturally did and that we allowed them to do, that's, it's already there. So your job is kind of just to encourage that, mm-hmm. you know, explore it. Let them explore those things. And the least you try to put of yourself on them, I think it's so good. It's yeah. the way to do it. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <And I> see,
1: <laughs> That was easy.
2: But this is really, seriously. I, I love both the
1: things that you read. Now you Um, guys talk about something. I felt very defensive, but then I feel feel like we were on the same page after the fact. I'm not still doing it. Defensive about what? When you were like saying you were yelling at her. You know what? It wasn't you. It wasn't defensive. I felt misunderstood, and I like knew that I couldn't explain like the whole picture of what I was like. My picture for parenting, I couldn't like do it. I couldn't explain it. And I but probably like, attacked but, you rather than just. Not really. It just felt like a correcting. And I was like, no, I think we're more on the same page than you think. Yeah. Because I'm not. And maybe I will be controlling, but I don't think so. I don't think so. But what, can we, can you play the tape back, please? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wait. The thing that you said
2: was, what did she say? You said when you, there was the your environment. I like environment. No, yeah. but what were you saying that you were trying to do from it? You mean... You were trying to change... You grew up in a place without... Right. I just used that as an example. Without...
1: Maybe I said... I don't know. Oversight mm-hmm. or something? Yeah. I think well, that is what you mean. said. But I think whatever... The point is that you said something... Like you understood it. In a different like, way. It, yeah.
2: So that's exactly... Yeah. My personality type is just to go in at you. But what I meant from that... Well, is I think that made you who you were. And I didn't want you to criticize yourself. Yeah. But instead it turned out... That you thought I was criticizing you.
1: No... My point in bringing it up is to say, I didn't feel like you were attacking me and I got defensive more because I wanted you to understand that I think that we're on the same page.
2: Now I get it. And it's those things of wanting to, I don't like the word correct either, like gently. Renavigate. Yeah. I'm big into reframing lately. So the things that we didn't like about our childhood or maybe the way our parents went about, we just, we do that now in a different way. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And I think we also, I think some of the, depending on what your childhood was like, some of those have to be more like actively change those, like break that generational habit or pattern. But some of those things... We probably don't even have to try to change. We just mm-hmm. naturally are going to do that because we didn't like it. And, and so, we,
2: when we're not in the 70s anymore, right? We, like that just isn't a thing we can do. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. But my point is also take the compliment of you are wild and free, and your imagination is <laughs> crazy and insane, and that probably is a lot to do with totally. That yes, stuff.
1: But, but I'm I, grateful for that, and I'm grateful I lived yeah. through it. But I'd like him to have I'm just grateful to, I survived. <laughs> bit more oversight just a little but yeah. bit but even but that's what look it's self-corrected
2: in the fact that you live in a city right away mm. that's like doing half the work for you yeah no way
1: but just yeah, stop yeah. trying
0: sarah yeah just stop
1: <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> yeah. what the fuck the way that you described like that doing homework and that's exactly that's all that i mean like yes. i'm just so I'm once here. i said that i was be like here oh, I and I'm, exactly. I'm here yeah be your own person but i'm gonna be here but
2: then also check yourself when you think you might be getting too like trying yeah.
1: to overcorrect. I think well, Eric will just check me
2: when I do Well,
0: I that. think that's the coffee. That's the not drinking coffee. You're, you're, that that's all you realizing to, like, right. oh, here's some things I'm doing that I'm seeing affect my kid that I don't want to. So I'm going to take some small steps to try and figure out if that yeah. is indeed what is affecting him or not.
1: Yeah. I think you're doing a great job. Guys. Regardless. Thank of what you. This has been so good for me. <laughs> thank <laughs> Every God. Every time we do this, it is like Has that. it though? Yeah, I'll come back
0: next week Guess and we'll check see. in. We'll see how many listens it gets. Yeah.
1: Okay. You ready? First, I'm going to intro. This is Pop Culture Corner, a special edition, but mostly the same. We're going to recap an episode of Season 9, Episode 13 of Real Housewives of New York. And, okay. Here gonna, we go. Ready? Oh, you got it. Yep. Ready? Go. go. Okay. Sonia is starting. Okay. So, Well, whatever. I'm just going to act like you know the people. Okay. Bethany has a brand named Bethany Frankel has a brand named Skinny Girl. Sonia Morgan, ex-wife of JP Morgan, is going to start a brand, an alcohol brand called Tipsy Girl, and they're on the same cast at the same time. And she comes over to Bethany, who's like awesome but terrifying. And Bethany's like, just rips her to shreds because Sonia's like really quiet, sort of not quiet. That's crazy stupid to say she's not quiet, but she's just can't match Bethany in an argument. And so that happens. And then I think in another episode, and then this episode, season 913, is when Dorinda says, Clip. <laughs> do it. You do it. Clip. Thank you. Clip. Why well, was my clip bad? I'm not, I, that's why I didn't want to do the dramatic reading myself. No, I, I want to try. She, um, clip. <laughs> yes, perfect. <laughs> <Yeah>. Clip. <laughs> yeah. She's like, fourth wall breaking, editing Sonia during a dinner party. Ooh, that's it's wow. Bad. That's that's it's bad. It's bad.
2: Oh wait, you're done. That's your yep. time. You only got a minute. No, well, it's yeah, good. What was I don't understand what so,
1: you're doing. Um, and then they're just at a dinner party, and oh, Sonia's like, no, your time is, is over. up. Yeah, okay, we well, now we yeah, no, it's over. But I don't. Understand. I failed. I lost. Okay. <laughs> now for the wins.
2: <laughs> now welcome to my pop culture corner called Do You Know Your Taglines? Guess that um, tagline. <laughs> and we're gonna score this. We're gonna do best
1: out of five. Should- it's a dramatic reading by Joy. Of taglines for Real Housewives in New York.
2: But should we just go like add on? Like one, it's your one, turn first? One, one. Yeah. And then if you don't know it, I get to steal it. But you don't tell us the season. Yes. You don't tell us the That's good. Mm. You just pick whatever you want. Great. Go. Ready, begin. Okay. You ready? Go.
0: If people can't handle the truth, it's really not my problem.
1: Ah.
2: Bethany?
0: Nope. Okay. I know. You wanna steal?
2: Brenda. Ramona. Damn it, that I my thought first that. guess. I thought that.
0: Okay, zero, zero. Okay, ready? <clears throat> go. This one will go to Kate first. <sighs> I may be a princess, but I'm definitely not a <sighs> drama queen. Ugh.
1: Carol will. That is correct. Oh, wow, I was going to get it wrong. Which, by the
2: way, I have a huge beef with her. That I we could her. do. Okay. Well, I don't anymore.
1: <laughs> I have At a book point. of her mother-in-law's interior design. Or like, Next. So good.
0: Clamp. <laughs> All right, Sarah, this one is for you. Like a fine wine,
1: I just get better with time. Ramona. Obviously. That is correct. Lay up. Ramona Singer. Okay.
2: I'll give you a bonus point if you can name her jewelry line. Oh.
1: True, rel- not true religion, true faith. Is it true faith? It is true faith. True faith in her... Pay me $20 if I can say Ageless by Ramona's her skincare line. Dang. I'll take $20 to my Venmo. All things. right, does she get an extra point for that? Isn't <laughs> yeah. that yeah. what you it's promised fine. her?
0: She should do the same for me. All morning. right, this one is a uh, first one to answer wins. My success is built on making women look and feel their best. Holla!
2: <gasps> Heather Thompson, <laughs> God, without that holla. I would take that holla, I will ring it around her neck three times. I will pull tightly until I see all of the blood drain <sighs> okay. from her face. Okay, Big that, fan. Is that is correct. That is correct. She's so gross. I like her. What about you this would. one?
0: a true new yorker never backs down and i am no
2: exception holla (laughs) same i will (laughs) hey mama once
1: again (laughs) heather hey mama yummy
2: tommy all
0: right ready last one
2: okay oh i stopped taking track
1: i've won okay
2: anyways (laughs) this is for all this is double or nothing whoever gets this one wins the whole thing okay Okay. Cool. i've created a great life and love living it (laughs) say it again I've
0: created a great life and I love living it. Ramona Singer. No,
1: it's, um, it's, um, wow.
2: You're not going to say the Jewish lady that Bobby has your kids in chairs. Bobby Jill's
1: Jill Zaren. Nope. Kelly. Ben Simone. Well, she ben has not Simone. created a great wow. life. Okay, we both lose. We're both <laughs> terrible at this is what I've learned today.
2: This has been the ultimate joy and thrill for me. I'd like to thank you ladies in advance for hosting the best podcast I've hey, ever been on. Hey, thanks
0: for being our guest, Kate. It's yes. good to get
2: to see you. Thanks for all the technical work you guys put into this show before. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Made me feel like you're wow. a real prose.